is Work on the Beat. It is Friday, April 23rd, 2021. I'm Kevin Cooney, along with Mike Kern. Glad you could join us in a delayed manner this week. Uh, what going on? A lot of things up in the air. Hello, Mr. Kern. How are you? Watching the Flyers. Well, somebody has to. A lot going on. Yeah, well, hey, look. They gave up the first goal for like the 19th straight game. Scored 40 seconds later, and now they're losing 2-1. It's whatever. They they didn't have anybody bounce stuff off their face tonight so far. It's early yet. It's only middle of the first period. First period. Um, And this is before, of course, Vince Velasquez takes the mound in Denver, so. Hey, by the way, oh, yeah, that's something to look for. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I, no, see, I'm of the theory that he will actually pitch good tonight, pitch well. Um, what that means, I don't know. But I don't think he's he's going to have that two-inning, four runs where everybody's just going to go, they throw up. Um, of course, he won't do that like three games in a row. Right. But, um, yeah, look, you know, and, and, you know, your center, you know, Moniac's going to save your center field and whatever. I mean, and, and, and again, as predicted by the midget, the East Division that everybody was t- telling you was the greatest division in the history of mankind ain't so good. You know, Steven Strasburg, for like the 50th time in his career, is on the IR. They gave him $200 million after they won the World Series, which I guess they thought they had to. Um, I wouldn't have, but, and, and he's won like four games since then. You know, and the Mets, the Mets are the Mets, and the Braves are kind of floundering a little bit. That might not last, but, um, and, and the guy, I got to be honest with you. Until I had to look it up today, I did not know exactly what rock, paper, scissors was. I, I no, <laughs> that I, no, was going to be the lead it, topic. So let's no, just no, no. get into I've it. it. I've seen it forever. Like I've seen people say, right, and I, and I saw people throw, you know, whatever. But I didn't know if it was the number of fingers. If it was, so, so I just I looked it up. And no, that's so one, two, three. Shoot, rock beats, rock beats, paper. Paper, paper um, beats, or no, no, no paper think, beats rock, right. scissors beat paper, rock beats scissors. Yeah, okay, but I, but like I didn't know that, and I didn't know you could throw a fist, you know, or how many fingers you threw out. I, I, you know, so which whatever, yeah. Um, and we officially have the nutty now. Look, and I'm giving Sirianni every benefit. This, of the this world. is where I was gonna go. Go ahead. Well, until he coaches, I don't know what this guy, you know. Every coach that Jeffrey Lurie has hired has made the playoffs, okay? Um, some weren't as good. I mean, Ray Rhodes wasn't as good. Whatever. One guy won a Super Bowl. One guy got to a Super Bowl. But I'm not going to throw this guy under the bus until I see what the hell happens. You know, and all these people that want to, like, make judgments on this guy because of how he acts in a press conference, you might not like it or I might not like it. The only thing that matters is if the players, you know, if, if the players are uh, looking at him and saying, what an idiot. Um, which some of the veterans might be. I was just going to say, Mike, I think that we're heading towards uh, the press conference thing. You're right. He doesn't have to win press conferences. Andy Reid didn't win press conferences. Doug Peterson really didn't win a a, a press conference. Um, I, I get all that. Okay. I totally understand it. I totally agree with you. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Yeah, and um, I think Gabe has. I think Gabe has something to do with this too, because yeah. we had a bad experience with Gabe, and this guy is being touted as but, you know, the Eagles' Gabe. Yeah, you know, our buddy, our buddy Anthony Gargano, the other day said he had six NFL players who saw that press conference and went, mm-hmm. "What the hell is this guy thinking 
And, and yeah. why is he saying this? And That's might be, the problem. If he's undermining his own credibility with them before he walks, before they walk in the door, that's a problem. Well, but I think one thing somebody said, I'm trying to remember who the hell said it. Oh, Dick Vermeil was on today with Anza. And he, or maybe it wasn't Dick, but you got to be yourself. You have to be who you are. You, you know, Doug Peterson was Doug Peterson. That's who he was. Yeah. And sometimes it didn't come across. Chip Kelly was who he was. Um, Andy was Andy. Right. So if if this is who Nick is, the only thing that matters is, does Nick get players to play better? And he thinks, and there are some people, there was a story I read the other day, I guess in the Inquirer, I don't know who wrote it, that talked to some of the players who had played for him or, or people right. who had worked with him and said he gets people to play better. I don't know this. I mean, I don't think they have a great roster anyway, but what if he gets... Jalen Hurts to play better. What if he gets, I don't know, pick pick out your favorite Eagles? I'll be bluntly honest. My biggest problem with that press conference wasn't rock, paper, scissors. It wasn't. My biggest problem is acting as if Jalen Hurts is not going to be the starting quarterback of this team. Because unless you get Mac Jones or unless you get somebody in this first round, which you don't think you're going to get, well, they're not going to be the starting quarterback day one either. Right. But if you want to declare a competition at that point, fine. I Kevin, have no, what do you want what? him to say? What do you want him to say? We have a lot of faith in Jalen. And no, you can't. Hold on. You can't. Yeah, go ahead. And to be. He did say, he did say that. Okay. And we believe Jalen Hurts will make a great starting quarterback for us. That's all he had to say. That's okay. not even giving him the job. It's it's half declaring. You know what I mean? Well, but you, but you got, you but know, it's cause they made, pro, they made promises to Joe Flacco to Joe Flacco still thinks he's a, a starting quarterback in this league. Here's the bigger problem. The bigger problem is your owner a month ago came out and allegedly reportedly told the team to build around Jalen hurts. That's what that, that allegedly was the word that came down. Jalen hurts is our quarterback. I want you to build, you know, that was what Jeffrey Lurie supposedly said. Okay, according to sources, whatever. I, right. I, I have no problem with a new first-year coach coming in and saying, hey, we're going to compete for everything. I mean, you know, Bill Belichick says that, for crying out loud. Uh, he might not say it about Tom Brady, but I'm just saying, Jalen Hurts has played four freaking games in the NFL and didn't look all that great. In, 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 and I understand, you're right, and maybe he could have said it a little bit differently, but, and I don't know, well, the whole problem with the Eagles is, you don't know how much is Sirianni saying it or Howie telling him to say it or Jeffrey telling Howie to tell. You know what I'm saying? That's the whole problem with these stories that have come out from Jeff and from The Athletic about what the hell is going on down there. Well, like, here's a basic question. If Fletcher Cox's name came up, would there have been that ambiguity about? No, but Fletcher Cox is an eight-year veteran well, with, with four Pro Bowls. It's a big difference, Kevin, well, between but, saying... But, Mike, um, this is a guy you just traded your franchise quarterback to no, give no, him no, no, room. No, no, no. They traded the quarterback because the quarterback didn't... When will people stop saying that the Eagles traded Carson Wentz? Carson Wentz traded Carson Wentz. Okay? Carson Wentz said, I do not want to be here anymore. So the Eagles, at that point, were going to do what? 
bring a cancer? What were you going to do? Have the whole offseason out. Carson Wentz traded Carson Wentz. You don't treat Lane Johnson or, or, or Fletcher Cox or Brandon Graham like you treat a guy who's played four games and was drafted in the second round. It ain't like you drafted this guy in, in the, with a fifth pick in the draft. He, he could have said it better, but, I, you know, every fan in Philadelphia, if this season starts next year and after four games or five games, Jalen's playing like crap, what do you think all the fans are going to say? Yeah, I know. They're going to say, bring in, well, so what? So that's all that he's saying. I mean, I, you know, I, I hope Jalen Hurts plays well. I hope Jalen Hurts wins his job. And going forward, he's the Eagles quarterback two, three years from now. I don't think that's going to happen. I think what they're doing is gearing up for getting a quarterback next year. I do too. Why they got and, and and but look at it this way. If Jalen Hurts plays like Dak Prescott this year, mm-hmm. you don't have to use all those draft picks next year for a quarterback. You can go out and use them to fix three holes on your team. Yeah. So, but but yeah, I mean, look, and and whether Jalen takes it the wrong way or whatever, hey, you know what? We just went all through this last year with the other quarterback. Right. I, I can't go through this again. Like we're hurting guys' feelings, or we're or we're you know, Jalen Hurts knows what he's got to do. He knows nobody believes in him. Jalen Hurts ain't stupid. He's the underdog in all this, and he's got to go out and prove to the Eagles, um, you know, and to the rest of the league that hey. I can be the Eagles starting quarterback, and we're not winning the Super Bowl next year. But I, I want to show you that I can play quarterback in this league. And, you know, because nobody wants to see Joe Flacco except Joe Flacco. Yeah, there, there's an yeah. there's a people on Audubon maybe, but that's about it. I mean, Right. But if, if Joe Flacco's playing next year, unless it's because Jalen gets hurt. Then they're 2-14-1. Yeah. Now, that doesn't mean the Eagles – look. And this is why I said before, if I was the Eagles, I would have held on to the sixth pick, okay, and either trade it on the trade day, yeah, or take somebody really good. Well, and that's what and that's what quarter. makes and that's what makes these reports, Mike, that the Eagles are considering trading back into the top ten so ridiculous. Like, okay, well, well why did? But if you, you can trade, do that. Well, the Eagles are ridiculous. But if let, let's say for the sake of argument, I'm just going to throw out a. Let's say the Panthers. The Panthers are now talking about maybe, maybe moving, moving eight. Right. Okay. So, and I think a lot of this depends on if there's a quarterback still left. Sure. You know, nobody's going to move up to eight. Like, the, 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 there's three teams that won quarterbacks that are drafting later. Washington, New England, and Chicago. They're all going to be trying to outbid each other to either get up to eight, to get up to ten, depending upon how far the quarterbacks fall. Like, if, if two quarterbacks are still sitting there at eight, which could happen, might yeah. not, but it could, then it changes the game a little bit. But the Eagles took themselves out of all that by saying, well, we're not going to draft a quarterback. Well, well let, let's say the Eagles had held on to the sixth pick, just for the sake of argument. And it gets to the sixth pick, and Justin Fields is on the board. Or or I, I, I the problem would have been with the North Dakota guy, you know, the obvious Eagles Trey problem. Lance, but yeah. Let's say it was Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think the Eagles would have went for Mac Jones, but let's say it was Justin Fields. Maybe you take him. I mean, I'm not saying I would do that, but if you really, really like Justin Fields and you're convinced he can be that guy, you know, I think there's too many holes on this team to do that. But if five years from now, Justin Fields is a Pro Bowl quarterback, you know, somebody's going to sit there and say, well, boy, the Eagles could have had him. You know, I I, I don't. but, But let's say the Eagles, let's say for the sake of argument, the Eagles could trade with the Panthers and get up to eight. 
And they only had to give up maybe. I mean, I don't know what. Would you have to give up a first round pick? You think? Probably one of the first from next from next year. Yeah. Or okay, so that would leave you with two. Um, and then you got to say, is the player? Well, I'm you you could end up with two, obviously, if if Wentz hits right. The okay, but okay, but you guys I mean, maybe 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 that's the maybe that's the pick you maybe that's the pick you trade. Maybe you you take the Indianapolis pick because it's yeah, conditional. But maybe the other team says screw you. You know, there's two. Teams I'm just there. saying. Maybe it, the Panthers sit there and say, "We're not going to take a conditional first round. We want a first rounder. We don't want that one that might be a first rounder." You know, I. I, I and to be honest, if you're the Panthers, if you're the Panthers, you're probably going. Okay, we want your first rounder. We don't want. Well, we don't want. Well, you're the, going to get the 12th pick. I mean, you're going to get the. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For next year, right? Yeah, well, you're yeah. because you're assuming that the Eagles are going to stink and it may right. end up being a top five. But, yeah, but there has to be somebody there at eight. That you really, really, really want. Now, who that is, I don't know. Because I don't know if, I don't think the tight end's going to be there at eight, but one of the receivers will be there at eight. Um, uh, you know, if, there, if, if you really think that, like, uh, one of the receivers, I, I think the LSU guy will be gone. Right. But if you really think one of those Bauman receivers is definitely the guy you want, or maybe there's a defensive player you want. I, I don't, I, I would think, me personally, if, if I was the Eagles, and what you have to hope, is it a couple of the quarterbacks fall? But if, if at some point, if somebody that was picking like 16 or 17 said to me, would you trade down from 12 and you could get something for it? Now, what the something you would get is I don't know. You know, would they give you a first rounder next year to move up five spots? I, I don't know. You know, but if there's a quarterback there, and I don't think the quarterback's going to get past 10 because I think the Cowboys will trade out of 10. Because they're already talking about New England maybe trading up with the Cowboys. Right. Um, get, right. Somebody's going to try to trade up to get to 8 or 10 or wherever unless all the quarterbacks are gone by like 6, which I don't think well, that's going to happen. Four, Fran, of them could, four of them could be gone. And San Fran is obviously the the the, the, the fulcrum here. Because if no, they the Falcons go, are the fulcrum. Well, I, I, San Fran's taking a quarterback. You just don't know which one. Well, yeah, but I think that's I think it's big because I think if you're if San Fran takes Mac Jones, okay, right. and that means Trey Lance goes down the board a little more, Justin Fields moves down the board every more, then it's a free for all at four. Now, what if the Falcons trade the fourth pick to somebody that wants a quarterback? That, that I mean, is, that's 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 on the board. Why wouldn't that be on the board? No, it is, and it's possible. Honestly, the Falcons right. can sit there and go, you know, we want this. I mean, because they could. That's true. But what I'm saying is, four quarterbacks could go one through four. Now, the Dolph, the the, the, the um, Bengals won't take a quarterback, and the Dolphins won't take a quarterback because they they they've already made their moves. So then that moves it down to seven, which is Detroit. Um, I don't think Detroit's going to take a quarterback after trading up for Goff, but so it depends which quarterback is dropping. You know, if, if, so if, if it gets to the Panthers at eight and Justin Fields is still on the board, or God forbid, Justin Fields and the kid from North Dakota are still on the board, or Mac Jones is on the board. Because New England, apparently, there's a couple of teams that really like Mac Jones. Right. I think New England would love to get him. Yeah. You know, but there's the, the, the key pick is number four. Because if the Falcons just take the tight end or take the receiver, um, and then you know the Bengals are either going to take the lineman from from Oregon or the tight end or the receiver, and then the Dolphins are going to probably take whichever the ones are left out of those three. 
I think the Dolphins would love to get the guy from LSU. You know, um, Jamar well, no, Chase. Actually, no, actually, their talk was that the Bengals want to get the guy from LSU to pair him with Burrow again. Right. Um, but they, you know, that kid from Oregon could protect your left side for ten Pen- years. Penny Sewell would be. Yeah, it's a franchise the left tackle. Probably takes. Yeah, but I'm. You know, I, I think the Dolphins want to get a receiver. Um, but I'm just saying, if there's two quarterbacks still on the board at seven, then it changes a lot of things. You know, because I don't think Detroit's taking a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, Denver could take a quarterback at nine. Trey Lance. I think their quarterback stinks. Yeah. But um, uh, the Panthers aren't going to take a quarterback, I, I don't think. I mean, that would be pretty stupid, I think, to trade for Darnold and then take a quarterback when you could when you could probably get something for that pick. And I'm, I've resigned myself to the idea that, like, the Eagles are not going to take Michael Parsons. Um, no, nah, I don't think so either. But can you imagine if they still had the sixth pick? Now they wouldn't have the extra, you know, they wouldn't have the extra draft collateral that they have. But if they were sitting there at six right now, I mean, geez, you're looking at the worst. The worst. You're going to get the lineman from Oregon. And if you don't want him, you can get either the Alabama wide receivers or a cornerback, although I don't think you would take a cornerback with the sixth pick. Or you could have traded it on draft day. What if New England had come up to you? What, what if you were sitting there with the sixth pick and New England calls you and offers you more than they got from um, from the Dolphins? All I know is the Eagles better come away with somebody who two years from now we're talking, and he doesn't have to be a superstar, but he's got to be, he can't be, he can't be Aguilar, he can't be, uh, he can't be Rager, he, he, he can't be Dillard. It's got to be somebody who next year is helping your team. And probably the second round pick also has to fall into that category. Don't they get, did they get two second round picks this year? Yeah. Okay. Well then the Eagles, if, if I'm the Eagles, I'm thinking three starters. I'm thinking I'm getting three guys who are going to either start for me next year or contribute a lot. Because if they don't, then you got a problem. You got a big problem. I mean, they can have all the draft collateral they want next year. I mean, if if they screw this draft up, and we won't know. I mean, we're not going to know on draft day. We're not going to, you know, whatever. By the way, the the Eagles. I mean, the offseason is still going to be weird. It's not going to be a normal offseason. Okay? At least until training camp, maybe. I don't know. But if, if they're sitting here next year and Jalen didn't work out, and the guys they drafted this year aren't that good. But by, by the way, for the uh, let me let me correct one thing. They have one second round pick. Two, okay, two in the third. Two in the third, and okay, they're, they're picking at a thirty seven. Okay, okay that's which is high. high seventy. Okay, and eighty four. So you get th- okay. You have four of the top eighty four picks. Yeah, but I'm I'm not going to say that a third rounder necessarily is going to start for you. No, but um, and and I'm guessing that of the if you're making four picks, chances are at least one of them ain't going to pan out, especially given the Eagles' track record. But if you can hit on three of them, where the first round guy and the second round guy are, are starting for you, and the one of the third round guys is contributing, that would be good. Yeah, you know they hey, Kevin they need help. I mean you I mean yeah. God, he, how many times have you said it on this this thing? I mean, I have no faith that they'll get it, but I. Well, that's the biggest problem is nobody has. Faith I have no faith. Me. I have no faith. You know how he lost in all the Sirianni nonsense the other night. Day, 
how he and you're not going to get anything in the pre-draft press conference. I I'm not naive to think that you're going to. But uh you know uh, it's Howie. It's it's just and maybe uh, maybe I'm making it too personal now, but I look at Howie and I look at uh, at the the you know the way that they present themselves like you know you just you get this gnawing sense that they're going to they're going to get too smart for their own good again. I just do. Well, well, let, let me tell you what Brian Baldinger was on the other day. And, and, they, and they asked, you know, I, I think he got asked kind of like that question. And he said very succinctly, he goes, look, when this team blew up the last time and they handed control back to Howie, and two years later they won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And and we, we conveniently toss that out the window. You do it all the time. You want you want to, and, and, and I get it, but the guy, you have an owner who's been here 25 years chasing a Super Bowl. The guy who delivered it to him was Howie and Doug, but they don't even, they, they you know, they did, and he did it two years after the thing got blown up. So I can sit here and say I don't like his draft picks. I, I can say anything I want, but he won, and that, and you you don't you don't forget that you you don't. You, you know, because no, I, I don't forget, I don't forget it, but no, it's I mean, also, Jeffrey, I mean, we do as fans, we yeah. want to know why, but why is he still here? But Mike, I, Mike, I also think that, you know, I, I get you won it three years ago, whatever, I guess it's three now. Yeah. Um, but you also have been humbled. Does it, you're, you're missing the point, Kevin. No, I, I, I know what you're saying, and I understand no, why no, the owner... you at it from our standpoint. No, I understand why the owner would feel that way towards Howie. Feel a, a, an incredible loyalty for what Howie did yes. to get him to that point. I completely yes. understand what you're saying. But I also, but I also Mike, I, I also look at the fact that the head coach who got them there... Uh, they don't value that coach. Well, but, but if you you read the stories, you read yeah. the athletic stories, you read the the Jeff McClain stories. They wanted to fire him early in the seventeen season, which of course shouldn't reflect well on Howie or on Howie. No, it doesn't. Or they Jeff. Don't, but they don't. Howie and Doug were not viewed in the same light. You're, 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 I don't understand how many times we have to get hit over the no, head. Mike, I, I know. I'm saying there's a difference in I understand what they're saying. I understand why it's this way. I'm also saying that it's the exact wrong way they should look at it. There is a difference. No, no, but, but, you, but you're, you're, Kevin, we, we're sitting here saying it's the wrong way to look at it. And Jeff's sitting there with a ring on his third finger, his fourth finger, saying this was only three years ago. And why? Because we're fans and we think they, they should win one every five years or whatever. I'm trying to explain to you. In, in his eyes, the franchise in 15 fell apart because he gave a coach power. He gave, he mm-hmm. gave, him, he gave him power. He gave him the, here's the keys. You do it. It blew up. And he had nowhere else to turn, but he turned back to Howie. And two years later, they won a world championship because Howie made a lot of good moves. Doug made a lot of good coaching moves, whatever the reasons. And and let's also be honest. I mean, 
there was a decent portion of their nucleus that w- did come in under Kelly that was part of that. You know, that's fine, but that but what we gotta stop. You gotta look at it through Jeff's eyes, not through our eyes, and that's what nobody seems to to. You know, it's like why and Baldy put it perfectly. He's like, this guy won a Super Bowl for him three years ago. You know, so you, so maybe this has to play out for another three, four years of being Ooh. bad and, until Laurie sits there. Because apparently Laurie does not agree with most of the people that Howie either has to go or is the reason for why it wasn't good last year. That, that, it, it's, it, it, you know, or why the quarterback didn't want to play for the organization anymore. Because obviously Jeff is on board. For all we know, Jeff may be making all these decisions. Could be. We, we don't even know that. Um, we blame we blame Howie because Howie's the thing that we see. But for all I know, the, you know, or that what's that guy Hackaby? Hallenby. I mean, it's it, Alex Hallenby. If, if, if these stories are true, if if the story if the reporting is true, they're just a joke. Yeah. And and you wonder how they won. <laughs> well, I I've told you that in the past, and you know, I. People, when you say fluke, take it the wrong way. Well, they did have a good team. They did have a good team. I mean, they yeah, they were eleven and two, or ten and two. But a lot of dom, but a lot of dom, but a lot of dominoes fell. Damn right. Yeah, but a lot of dominoes fall for almost every team that wins a championship. I mean, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I mean, the fact that they won with their backup quarterback out playing Tom Brady. Yeah, I'm. You know, that's, you know, the fact that the Falcons didn't score from the nine-yard line yeah. with four shots. Yeah, okay. The fact that it was the Vikings here instead of the Saints. But think about this. Like what you said about some of those parts being in place. The line was largely in place. Yeah, it was. They had Peters. They had they had Johnson. They had uh, Kelsey was three years younger. Um, I'm leaving somebody out, right? Uh, uh, Brooks. Well, I mean, Vita they, had, in Brooks. they had a line. Um, that was there, yeah. um, you know, and the receivers weren't horrible that year. You know, Jeffries was his first, he, he was good that year. They had two, um, they had two great, had his best years in Eagle. They had three um, great tight ends between Burton right. and, 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 and who was the guy that went and got Tory, um, Tor, Tory Smith. I mean, he wasn't bad. He ran no. downfield. He made, you know, they threw the, I mean, they weren't bad. No. Um, and and they weren't bad, you know. They, they, in the years after that, the injuries really did hurt them a lot. Um, and last year was just, look. Last year was just a disaster. Yeah. There, there, there's no way, you know, you know. But they did not intend to let Peterson go when the off when the season ended. They were not letting Doug go until Doug walked into a room and said, "You know what? I'm not going to put up with this crap anymore." Yeah. Um, so uh, take me as I am, or let me go. And right. so now he's all fishing in the key, fishing, fishing in the key. And, Yeah, you know, I think he got the best of the deal. Yep. Yeah, I do. Uh, we'll talk draft again next week, um, next Wednesday, right before it. I'm going to try to line up a guest, but at this time of year, it's very difficult to line up a a draft type guest. So um, we'll talk draft next week. Give our final picks. I, all right, between now and Wednesday. Do you think they'll move up into the top ten? No, I think I think if that happens, it'll probably more than likely happen draft on the night. draft night. Okay, because I think they might. I think a lot of teams are waiting to. This is why, like I said, maybe oh, the, the, do, the domino have done any is three. If they held on to the sixth pick, right. I, don't, I don't notice because everybody seems to think they did okay. 
you know, if you, I've read like five stories and basically everybody comes down on the side of other than the fact that we're not going to get somebody who's perceived right. to be a superstar. Okay. Um, I, I, I just, I think people are going to wait to see how the draft goes. I think, like I said, I think the Fal- Falcons pick at four is because if the Falcons pick at four turns into a quarterback, which would probably mean a trade. Cause I don't think the Falcons are going to necessarily, I mean, they, they still got Ryan signed for three more years. Um, yeah, but the, the cap number goes way, way, right, way, but, way but they, but they look at, they might look at like that, that tight end and say, eh, you know, yeah. you know, we, I don't know. I, I mean, I, who, who oh, knows? he's a generational guy. Now, again, if Mac Jones is the pick at three, all bets are off because you'll have fields at four that could go. Um, oh, or maybe, maybe they like Trey Lance. Maybe. I mean, supposedly his stock, hey, let his me stock's going up. Trans- transcendental um, tight ends. When Kellen Winslow came out of college, I loved Kellen Winslow. I thought they were saying the same thing about Kellen Winslow. So, you know, I, I've heard in the last three weeks to whatever on ESPN, how many players, they'll look at a player and say, well, you get him for 10 years. No, you don't. How many guys you get drafted in the top 10 of the draft? Mm-hmm. If every guy was as good as everybody says they are, there'd be no, there'd be no, um, it'd be an exact science. Yeah. So there's going to be guys taken, whether they're wide receivers from Alabama or quarterbacks or cornerbacks or whatever, and they're, they're not going to make it. it it's, just, it's just the way of life. Not every guy taken in the top 10, 15 is going to turn out to be that. He's on your team for 10 years and he, and he's going to hold that position down. And you know, that's why when you get one of those guys, you got, you got, you know, like when the Eagles got Lane Johnson, that was a good pick. You know, yeah. he's, he's been there. He's been injured the last couple of years, but um, yeah, I think the guy in this draft that could be that guy is that Oregon tackle. I agree. But they don't really need that per se. Um, I mean, that's a dilemma. Like that, see, that would have been a problem. I think if the Eagles were picking sixth, and if he was still on the board, which I don't think he will be, but if four quarterbacks go, he could be. Um, he could easily be. And the Eagles would be sitting there saying, oh, Jesus, what do we do now? <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, think about it. The Eagles could have been choosing between, like, the tight end, the wide receiver from LSU, or the Oregon lineman. I mean, those three guys are all basically viewed as can't miss, right? Yeah. So you would have got somebody at least – on paper, it's can't miss. At twelve, you can miss. You can, <laughs> you, easily you can miss. miss at yeah. twelve. Um, <laughs> all right, so that's our eagle segment. Um, we'll get to the Sixers in a second. I, I, I'm going to surprise my partner, but in uh, we've lined up. I confirmed the day. Uh, we're going to have a special guest on in two weeks. Um, I want to see if you can guess who we will get on. I'm not going to guess. I'm going to have the faintest clue, Kevin. You'd have to give me fifty-five hints. Um. Okay, well, it's May fifth is the date. It's the it's a Wednesday. Uh, okay, twenty years after the Sixers went to the NBA Finals, uh, we will have Pat Croce on uh, to discuss. Oh my God. Um, Pat's new uh, workout regimen uh, that he's actually uh, co- uh, working with the American Cancer Society on um, for people who have cancer. And so they can still remain in, in top physical or you know top physical strength and everything. Pat has come up with this. We'll talk to him about that. We'll I talk- knew he couldn't stay retired. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll talk to him about um about the the one run 
Allen Iverson, um, mm-hmm. me- memories of Allen Iverson and Larry Brown and everything else. Who knows where it'll go, but Pat will they join us in two it. weeks. He, he was one of the great, and I, I was lucky enough that I got to, to know him a little bit. Yep. Um, maybe not as well as some others, but I mean, it, it wasn't like just hi, Pat. I, I mean, we would talk. One of the great days of my life was when they beat the um, the, uh, Bucks. the Bucks in Game 7. And my job that day, mm-hmm. my assignment was to follow Pat Croce. And Dave Kosky set it up for me. And I was down there like three hours before the game. And he gave me access to what he was doing and walking around. And, and it was one of the, it was a, it was one, I had the best story of the day. I was the eighth guy down there and I had the best story of the day. And when we're walking off the court, some kid, somebody grabbed his hat off his head. Right. You know, the Eastern Conference, whatever it said. And Pat stopped and looked up to him with this scowl that would have like, you know, whatever. The kid gave the hat back to Pat. Pat smiled at him. And then he walked towards me and he goes, I would have done the same thing when I was his age. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was, it was, and that was the last line, I think, of my story. It, it, he was, he, you know, we talk about Kevin, about people to get it and people that don't get it. Yeah. He got it. And the staff that he assembled with the Sixers, with Dave Kosky and Laura and, um, um, well, and Bill, Billy, King, Billy King on the basketball end with Larry Brown. Yeah, and wasn't Karen Frescona there? Karen too? Frescona was the PR guy, uh, the PR person. Yeah, they, Karen they was just, awesome. They were the easiest people in the world. Yes, they were to deal with. And you have unfortunately those had were, to deal with some that weren't. Well, uh, by the way, I'll, I'll point this out. I will never complain about the, the four local, uh, PR staffs again, right? After yeah. dealing with some of the visiting PR staffs recently uh not good for the Kevin. oh not it's good. not good at all no um, it's changed uh but but anyway so pat will join us and by the way you talk about like for Fres- uh, karen frascona and all that that they had to handle it in a very volatile time you had a head coach that was volatile you had the main player was volatile you had drama that oh one season was drama left and right oh two was drama left and right obviously with the practice press conference and, hey and- they had they had Allen traded. Right. I mean, let's not forget that if Geiger doesn't waive oh, yeah. that his thing or whatever it was, his clause, the or the fifteen percent, I don't know what there was something there. Allen was traded. And by the way, we should also point out it's twenty years since Pat left the Sixers. Did he leave right after Pat that, left uh, Pat left in that offseason? Oh uh, I, I, I thought he stayed there like another year. No, Pat left in that offseason. He, he pulled a power play, right? He pulled a and, and he, he, to, he, yeah, him and Ed yeah. Snyder didn't see eye to eye, and yeah, you don't, you don't. Pat, I, but I Pat, Pat, I think, Pat, but Pat, and Mike, you've mentioned this. Pat is the type who was never going to let the grass grow beneath his feet, and no, he needed no, a new no, no, challenge. No. He, and he thought he could take on the Flyers and the whole Comcast spectacle. And I Kevin, think he, he he told me one time, I'll never forget this, and I don't know when it was. It had to be right around that time. I think it was just when he was still. Because remember, he blew up his coach and general manager after the first. Johnny Davis and Brad Greenberg and Johnny Davis. Yeah, right. Because it didn't work. Well, yeah, he went to he went to the season. He went to the first season ticket meeting. in in Wells Fargo's or whatever Core State Center at the time, and it was like, boom, (laughs) like they got blown up. The Phillies then were at a bad. They were at a bad time. Yeah, it was ninety seven. They still didn't have their stadium. They still didn't have Jim Tomey. Uh, they stood. They were. They you know. They had just Jimmy, gotten but, Scott rolling. He told me one time that he really wanted to buy the Phillies. He wanted to put a group together 
where I guess he would have been the spokesperson. I don't know how it all would have worked. And of course, that that wasn't going to happen because Giles wasn't going to. Well, know, it was Monty it at that point. Monty, Monty had taken over. Right, Monty. But you right. had you had Middleton. You had a lot right. of the old money still in it. But he said that to me, and he goes, Mike. He goes, I, I, he goes, I could make that franchise fun again, um, which it wasn't fun at the time. Now, it, fun times were coming right. once the stadium opened, but that would have been interesting if Pat, you know, had been able to do that. Um, and I guess he wanted to do that with the Flyers too, right? Yeah. That was that was his thing. Well, Ed wasn't letting go. Of the Ed was never letting go of the Flyers. <laughs> no, they were literally. No, you no, hate no. saying it this way, but you would. Uh, I remember when Pat made that statement and it was at uh, a summer camp uh, media session in Philly at PECOM. Okay. And I remember getting the email from Ike Richmond, our, our buddy Ike Richmond. Um, good guy. Another good guy. That, okay. uh, that night, that night, which basically he's like Ed Snyder going, no, I'm not giving this up. And you knew, no, and you knew no. it was, it was trouble. And, and no, honestly, well, and honestly let's be honest, Mike, the Sixers were, I don't know how much it affected the basketball end of it, but the Sixers never felt the same after that until the Embiid era. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, there's, they're always, they the kind of wandered in the darkness for a long Whenever time. Whenever you are the second person in a building, mm-hmm. it's not good. It's still that way in a way. It is that way. That's why they want to build their own facility. But now, you know, it, it and I don't blame them. No, I don't I, I either. Don't, you know, and I've seen that. Plus, that's not a, that's not a good building for basketball. Let's be honest. No, but but they've had that situation in other cities, like where you have um in Detroit, where the Pistons didn't want to be in the building with the with the Red Wings, and they built them two separate yeah. um things. And and, and now you, they're back. <laughs> you see that? Yeah, but you see that in New York all the time. If you're not the big team in New York, if you're if you're always viewed as the and look, I can speak from the Daily News was always we weren't the Inquirer, you know, for better or for worse, the, you know. They treated the Inquirer differently, um, and rightfully so, because they were the big paper. I mean, we weren't. Um, but Ed Snyder, and I know he took a lot of flack, you know, you know, later in his career for for the way he handled things and always going for it and, and always, you know, hating the Russians, then liking the Russians, then getting big guys. But he was a great owner. He might have been the best owner this city's ever had. Um because he always was going to give you a chance to win, you know. Yeah, I um, don't. and I know sometimes he didn't do it the right way, um, but some and look, I'll give Jeffrey Lurie. I think Jeffrey Lurie's been a really good owner. I, I don't, you know, there's things that I don't agree with him necessarily, um, but you know, and he finally got his championship. But um, Ed Snyder was, I mean, he's a piece of Philadelphia. Yeah, he is. I mean, and by the way, I, I'm going to make a, I'm going to make a plea here. Um, it's funny because today I got my ballot for the Philadelphia Sports Hall of Fame. Um, mm-hmm. Pat Croce, not just because of what happened with the Sixers, but Pat's impact on the careers of Mike Schmidt and Julius Irving and all that as the trainer. And just for being a character of this market, Pat Croce yeah. should be in the Philadelphia Sports Hall of Fame. What would you put him in as? I mean, a, a contributor. What, what, what's that? Contributor or heritage, yeah. I think. Is, oh, hey, look. Do I have any problem with Pat Croce going to Philadelphia Sports Hall of Fame? No, no way. And by the no, way, while I'm while I'm on my uh, while I'm on my soapbox, I'm going to propose a second nominee here, and it's somebody close to your heart and my heart. Uh, Ted Solari should be in the Philadelphia Sports Hall of Fame. 
Well, the reason why Ted isn't is because of Ted. Ted doesn't want it. I get it, but no. Well, at some point, Kevin, when when you keep and I, I love Ted. Nobody loves Ted more than me, and you're right there with me. When you and I had conversations with Ted about this, um, you can't. I mean, if they're going to honor him and he's not going to show up or he's not going to want to, be, then why are you going to honor him? That's true. I mean, I, look, there's there's very few journalists in Philadelphia who've had as much impact as Ted Solari. It just, you know, for what he did for those high school kids all, all those years, um, you know, there's still kids that talk about. You know, that might have been the only big story they ever got in their lives. Yeah. was when Ted Solari wrote about him when they were a Bach or something. Um. But yeah, I, 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 and I don't know why Ted felt Ted never wanted it to be about Ted. No, but and, Ted's and also there was something else. We there was something else, Kevin. We argued with him about. There was, I remember Pat McClune went to bat for him, um, the sports editor at the Daily News. Yep. And and I thought there was another Hall of Fame too. I'm trying to think. Oh, probably the Pennsylvania All Star. It might have been. Yeah, but or, I'm t- why am I thinking Big Five? But Teddy wouldn't have been the Big Five. Um, but anyway. No, we, we've been down this road, and this goes back 10 years. I mean, and, and I, I pleaded with him yeah. one time. And you know Teddy. Yeah, Teddy's not. You know, you weren't, you weren't changing Teddy's mind. Nope. So, you know, I, I mean, if they want to put him in and just accept the fact that he's not going to come or he's not, you know, I mean, that's up to them. But I think, as you know, when we do our Philadelphia sports writers, we like to have the winners there. I mean, yeah. that's usually part of the reason why we have them there. But, um. But you're right about Ted. I mean, there, right. there's no doubt. No, there's no doubt. I, I want to bring, well, no, I'll, br- I'll bring it up to you off the air. Uh, there was another case that got brought up, and I don't know if it's meant to be public yet. So I'll, I'll hold fine. off. Sure. I'll hold off on this um, until later. Uh, Sixers, uh, obviously they've lost three in a row. I thought they played really well against Phoenix the other night. I mean, I, you know, the Embiid shot goes in sure. and – but it's still a loss, but you also play without Harris and you play without Curry and you play without Simmons. The Simmons yep. thing is weird. The Simmons thing, you know, first we were led to believe it was illness. Now there's something, you know, there's some rumors and I don't want to get into it about that. There's something else bothering him and all that. And Harris's knee. And well, what do you mean? What do you like? I have personal, personal before. issues. There there was a whisper of a personal issue and I, I nobody's confirmed. Well, well, there it. was a personal issue two weeks ago. Right. And, and, but nobody's confirmed your sister, right? And nobody's confirmed it. So I, I'm, right. I'm, I'm like Keith Pompey was on Missanelli show. I don't really want to go down that road. But no. I mean, at a certain point, you know, they get the they get the Bucks again tomorrow. The schedule does ease up after tomorrow. Um, they get a Hawks twice next week, but it's going to be without Trey, without Trey Young, most likely. Um, how critical is it for them to be the one in the East? I don't point. think it's critical. I mean, it would be it'd be better than not being the one. But you know, like I said, if you're if you're two or three, that means you got to play two or three in the second round, and that's not as advantageous. Right. I mean, very simple. I I don't worry as much about if you get to the Eastern Finals that you would have the home court. I mean, it's better to have the home court than not have the home court. But I think when these teams are as evenly matched as they are. You know, so, somebody's going not the, the series probably isn't going to be a, all teams win on their home court. There's going to be visiting teams win. Right. Um, right. I'm more concerned with, to, to be honest with you, Tobias Harris has a sore knee. Yeah. I, I'm not thrilled about that. And I understand that all teams have injuries. 
Um, and Embiid looked really tired last night. Yeah, he did. But you're not going to play back to backs in the playoffs. I don't think. I don't. I don't think there's very many, if any, where you play. I mean, look, this wow, thing the first Simmons round is, takes three weeks. <laughs> here's my problem: if 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 it's not an illness, okay, if he has a personal issue, and it's a serious personal issue, because what they were the root the, the thing that they're writing about was about his sister, who he apparently is very close to. Uh-huh. I understand that. I, I, if if that's really really ruining his life at this moment in time. I I get that. But then why say it's an illness? Why not just say it was a personal matter? Mm-hmm. I don't understand that because now you get... You, you, the last thing you want to do is get people speculating as to what... It, that, that, you got to be as forthright yeah, as possible. You go down a bad road if you're... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we, we saw that that one time with Jay Wright up in... And Jay Wright didn't mean anything by it, but that one time up in Providence where he told us something and then... It turned out that that really wasn't true. And then Jay said later, oh, look, I, I thought if I told you guys this, Jay, just just say what it is. We'll deal with it. Five minutes later, everybody will forget about it. Um, but this thing with Simmons could be, you know, there was, I mean, that's why people were speculating that he hasn't played well the last month or so. And, you know, I don't have a sister or a brother, but I know if if this is what had happened to a sibling, I mean, it, this is this is nasty crap, man. This isn't like... Um, you know, it's 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 not good if this is indeed the reason, and if it's an illness, that's not good. No. Um, I, I it's just things you don't want to see, Kevin, at this point. But, um, you know, I mean, we'll find out at some point, I guess. Um, if Simmons misses a couple more games, well, then you know it's 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 a pretty, you know, and they're not going to win. I mean, let's face it: if if Embiid doesn't play, they're not going to win, okay? right? But but if Simmons doesn't play, they're probably not or going Harris far doesn't either. play. Yeah, they ain't winning. No, I mean they and might get not, to the final and, and East not, or something. And that's not just them. That's a that's it's everybody. Everybody. I mean, look, the Lakers might not even make the freaking playoffs. Look, look, well, them. I think they'll make. Yeah, I know, but they're going to be like the, they could be like the eighth or ninth seed. I mean, who would have thought that a month and a half ago? Well, and I think if you look at Brooklyn, you know, if, if Brooklyn doesn't get all three of those guys back, Brooklyn's not going to. Brooklyn's not yeah, going to far. You know what the difference with Brooklyn is? What? They haven't had those guys all year and they're tied for first. Like, I keep hearing yeah. that about Brooklyn. Yeah, I, keep hearing I, think, I think it's different in the sense, Mike, where you can get it and play those type of games in the regular season when you face stronger competition night after night after night. I think that's where the game changes. Well, you're right, Kevin, but they're playing the same schedule the Sixers are playing and they're tied with them. And their guys have only played together five times. So we keep saying this about them. And look, me, all I'm saying is could, could the could the could the Nets go into the playoffs and maybe play without one of those three guys and still take you to a game seven? I think so. I I I don't think that's inconceivable at all. And if they do have all three guys, they're yeah. probably going to be a really tough out. Yeah, they are. Doesn't uh, mean they're unbeatable. No. I, I'm telling you, I'm I'm starting to think that the Bucks, uh, there's a team everybody nobody talks about. No, Sixers Nets, Sixers Nets. Uh, I'm telling you, I think the Bucks, I think the Bucks could they're upset gonna, a few apple carts and all this. Yeah, they could. Um, so I mean, to me, at this point, tomorrow's like I don't want to say the last real game, but for them until the playoffs. But it feels like the last game of real significance. Um, 
until you get they, the they, they, that game tomorrow. Hmm? They ain't winning. Um, let's see. Let's see if the effort's a little better. Oh, the effort will be better. And, and look, if Embiid goes nut nut, you know, and, and has like a forty, and if Simmons comes back and Simmons plays, him yeah. But I see. Here's the thing: if Simmons comes back, I I don't. What do I, what am I expecting out of him? It was like Tobias the other night. I mean, he yeah, he came back. It was great to see him on the court. He he wasn't Tobias. No, you know he's. I mean, I mean, could they win tomorrow? Yeah, I, look, I shouldn't say that. Um, of course they could, but I I just it, it's just it you know in the whole situation you know with the coach coming out and saying well that was a game a scheduled loss. Well, we, we, a, a month ago he told us that he doesn't look past any game. That's a quote, right? The, the coach said that. When, when he was asked about it, yeah. he said, we don't look past any game. And then he's telling you, well, that was a loss. Well, that means you were looking past that game. And I love, look, I love him. I think he's, I, I think, but you got to be careful what you say sometimes. It's yeah. just, and and I'm really surprised that the NBA didn't kind of give him a call and say, yo, dude, um, you know, we got lots of people betting on these games. <laughs> you know, right. that's, that's, that's not really like what you want to be telling people, but um. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be real. These, these playoffs, Kevin, I mean, it could, could come down to, like, who's healthy and who's not. I mean, I didn't realize Phoenix was this good. I really didn't. Um, and, you know, they talk about MVP. And, and another thing, can Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons please stop telling me how they deserve to win trophies, awards? Like, like, like 30, 40 years ago, did Larry Bird or Magic Johnson or any of those guys that you can read? Ever say like eh, I think I should be the MVP, huh? Why don't you win a championship, okay? And then we'll worry about whether you get. I mean, I can make the argument that Chris Paul's been the most valuable player in the league this year. He's not going to win the. He's not going to win the MVP, but you take him off that Phoenix team, I mean, or put him on the Phoenix team this year. I mean, they might be the best team in the league. You know, they probably won't win the championship because, you know, they got a lot of guys who've never been here before. But, I mean, you know, I, I, I'd i make James Harden a bigger MVP. And, and Joel's played great. Why do they feel the need to say things like that? I, I don't, you know, because all it does is get dissected. You know, as soon as Ben says that, then everybody's like, oh, well, well Ben, you know, then you can't be scoring five points a game and, and you know, and whatever. It's all the awards will happen. Awards happen because your team is successful. You know, that's why awards happen. Um, I, I just think sometimes, and I know it's a different world now, people got to keep their mouth shut. Yeah, I hear you. And, and But they don't. So, you know, it, that's, hey, look, whatever. Uh, hold on for a second here. I'm complaining the Best Buy for something. Have you, have I heard, have I told you this story? No, but I don't know why you're doing it while we're on our podcast. Because I just got a survey in the mail. Okay. Uh, um. Uh, in case, in case, if I've mentioned it a couple times on social media, so I bought a microwave last year. Okay, one of them over the uh, over the range ones. Mm-hmm. Okay, I bought the extra protection on it. Right. Okay. And about a month ago, which my which my son, by the way, is told me never to do. Okay. But uh, yeah, I've, I've yeah. Okay, I'm with you. Okay. Uh, so I bought it last February. Right before the pandemic, it broke March March twentieth or so. Right. Called them. 
They were supposed to come out on a Saturday. Uh, well, one, Samsung is not under warranty. Uh, but I had the extended warranty. So, right. and by the way, I'd rather talk about this than Vince Velasquez, in case people are wondering. So, it's all right. Um, so I bought the extended warranty. And so Best Buy sets up an appointment. Supposed to be here at 12 to 5 on a Saturday. They never show. Um, call back. They said, okay, Wednesday between uh, 8 and 12. Well, wait a minute. Did they say why they didn't show up? There was a, They couldn't reach the uh, service provider, the third-party service But they didn't provider. tell you that? No. Okay. Okay. No, no. They told me that they couldn't reach the third-party service provider. No, no. But they told you the day that the, the person was supposed to come out, or you just didn't come out? They told me and set it up and had me basically clear my schedule and didn't come out. Right, right, right. But what I'm here's what I'm trying to did somebody call you to say they couldn't make it out or did they just not come out? They and just when you did not them come to out. Tell them that they hadn't come out. That's when they told you that they couldn't reach. The yes, person. yeah, that. See, that's wrong. Okay, they they have to tell you that. Okay. okay, so so they on Wednesday it's supposed to be between eight and twelve. And, it sounds like a Seinfeld episode. Oh wait, it's going to get better. Ready? Um, so. One o'clock comes, guy hasn't been here. Call Best Buy. Out of running a little late. Well, they could call me, you know? And he goes, okay. So they show up at three o'clock. Okay. And they go, the guy comes in uh, and puts a thing of water in the microwave. Now, the the thing runs like it, you know, the, the light comes on and everything and the turntable spins, but it's not warming. Okay. And he goes, um, yep, it's broken. I'm like, yeah. He goes, uh, I have to order the parts. I'm like, okay. He goes, but you're going to have to find a way of getting the microwave down from above the range. And you you have an over-the-range microwave, correct? Yes, I do. Yeah. It's not easy. Well, did you put the microwave in? No. Well, then the case closed. It's, uh, there, there, if you didn't install it, why should you install it? Well... So I call Best Buy again, and they say they wanted to, the original thing was they wanted us to, or they wanted to charge me $200 to get it uninstalled. And I'm like, well, wait a minute, this is part of a service call. And they, the guy who was repairing the microwave said that he couldn't do it. Okay, they don't do uninstallations or installations, okay? So... Eventually, I call three, four times, and eventually they come down and they uninstall the microwave. Okay, so the guy comes in, fixes it. Well, now we're on install attempt to get it back. I have had three no-shows since then on three different days. And it's because they have kept hooking me up with, like, the absolute wrong apartment or everything. I've had people hang up on me and all that. I am, like, livid. And I, you know me, I don't get upset well, about this stuff. The way that you handle that is, first of all, you write a, a, an email to somebody, somebody important or somebody whatever, and you tell them, "I will if I will never buy anything at Best Buy again if I am not somehow compensated, however you want to phrase it, and I will not recommend Best Buy to any of my friends who are looking for." And then you tell them, like, like, without being an asshole, you say, you know, and I have a lot of friends, you know, I, I have a job where, I, you know, I meet, I meet a lot of people. 
whatever. Because that, because that's just, you know, I mean, I've ran into problems kind of like that every once in a while. Comcast sometimes I'll have that problem. Sometimes Comcast will be very good, and sometimes Comcast won't. But what you just described to me is not even um, up for discussion. It's it's. Um, I mean, so you were expected to not only take it out but put it back in. Yep. And well, that that's 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 why you take the warranty. Yeah. Nah, it's it's. Hey, look, it, it's it, it, look. We all have horror stories when it comes to that stuff. Yeah. So the most important people in your life that you can find is like a good mechanic, and a good handyman, a good handyman. Because I'm not handy. Oh, I'm I not either. Do any of that you stuff. and I are no the same. I, mean, milk. I, I have my moments, but they're few and far between. And the older I get, no, that's I. I, I would write a a really really nice but nasty email to somebody at Best Buy explaining. You know, that that I, as a, a customer, I shouldn't have been put through this. I shouldn't have whatever. And then just see what happens. Yeah. You know, I mean, maybe it'll give you well, next a $100 gift card or something. Next Wednesday is, and by the way, this is part of the reason why like, we're, our Wednesday schedules have also been thrown off. Because I've been waiting for repair people that have never showed up. It's, it's I, so, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else to cover. Uh, this would have been Penn Relay's weekend, correct? Well, they're having a one-day meet. Um, no, I think it would have been. Is it this? It's the last weekend in April. Is this the last weekend in April? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, it's twenty-four, twenty-five. Yeah, it is. They're having something on Saturday because Joe Joe wrote a story about it. Um, Villanova's participating. It's it's, a, it's mostly schools. There's actually a fight in the Flyers game. Um, they're actually it's all the schools that I think are within like fifty miles of Penn. Or something like they're they're trying to adhere to protocol. There's not going to be any fans in the stands, but you can stream it somehow if you want to watch it. But Villanova's participating. I think all the local schools, you know, Penn, St. Joe, Temple, um, LaSalle, uh, um, mm-hmm. Drexel. So, so they're going to do something. You know, it's not going to be dependent. I mean, Kevin, like I said, I said this probably last week. If you think back to last Rudy Gobert. Nobody in their right minds, even me, and I didn't. I thought it was going to take way longer after I thought about it for like a week than anybody was thinking. Who would have thought we would have missed two pen relays? Like one, yes, yeah, okay, well, yeah, we can. You and I, you and I view the pen relays in totally different ways. So, what do you mean? You you love the pen relays? No, I covered them for thirty five years. I'm, I'm not a track and field guy. I I watch track and field at the Olympics. Giuliano is the track guy. He he loves it. Um, but again, it's a big deal in their world. Um, and and like the, the fact that last year's was canceled, I yeah, that's fine. Yeah. But we're here 13 months later, and they're still going to be. And you know, we're only two months away from the Olympics, or three? Is it three? I guess three. It's three. July. Two and a half. July. Two and a half. Yeah. And the people in Japan don't want it. No. Well, nobody's going to be able to go to it. But, but that's what I'm saying. The people in Japan basically said we should either cancel it or move it back a year. Move it to 222. And apparently the, the Japanese government's having none of it. And I guess there's a lot of money, you know, the, the trillion dollars or whatever that they're getting from their TV partners. I, I, but but yeah, I understand our need to go on and to get back to. But this whole NBA season, think about this. 
Part of the reason we're having all these issues with guys getting injured, which is ridiculous, um, is because teams are playing 72 games in like two and a half months or three months or, or whatever. Well, they- you know, you have teams playing games that they shouldn't be. And why? Well, because they don't want to give money back. And, and the players are just as culpable. Because if you went to the players and said, okay, instead of 72 games, we're going to play 55, but you're going to make 20% less money. What are all going to bitch and moan? So now you have, I mean, how many guys this year are missing games? It's like, and the NBA, which is involved with betting, which is involved with, I mean, can you imagine a fan who hasn't been to a game in a year, and all of a sudden they, they figure out a way to get tickets, and they show up and Joel, Joel Embiid ain't playing. Or, or you know, this guy ain't playing, or that guy ain't playing. I mean, come on. It's just, and again, the fans are the ones that get that get crapped upon because that's the way the world goes. Um but, you know, and, and now they're all talking about, well, when football season comes around, we should have full houses. Well, maybe. You know, hopefully. Now, you know, half of America doesn't want to get vaccinated. Okay, well, you know, if half of America doesn't get vaccinated, you know, we might not be back to full houses except in Texas and Florida, I guess, or, you know, whatever. But I would have never, in, in my wildest dreams, thought it was still going to be like that we're, we're, you know, I, I just figured like around Christmas maybe, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I thought, but I, I, I didn't, you know, and I'm always the guy that thinks the worst, but it's just, you know, now, I mean, you know, it's the, now the Olympics, which, you know, when the Olympics were post moved back last year, we said, Oh God, that's you know, what if they can move back this year? I mean, God, it's just, I, and I feel sorry for all the athletes. Cause I mean, they worked their whole lives in a lot of cases to, for that one moment, the, the Olympics is a different animal. You don't play 10 seasons in the Olympics. Um, you know, and I, I don't, I don't even know what's, I mean, what, what's happening with sports is baseball still a sport in the Olympics. Uh, they, they brought it back. Sure. Yeah. They, 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 well, but basketball, right. I mean, basketball is a big deal, right? Yeah. I, I mean, are, are our guy, are our pros going over there? Uh, yeah, they're scheduled. Well, the NBA season doesn't end to when. Yeah. There's like a week difference. So all these guys that played in a, but like, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I guess LeBron ain't playing then, right? I, or AD, I, or I don't think I don't think it's set yet. No. <laughs> That's whacked. Uh well. I, guys have played in the bubble and were off for a month and a half, came back, and now we're gonna play and we're gonna take a week off and go play in the Olympics. <laughs> um Oh god. I guess I should talk about the Phillies at this point. You mentioned at the top of the show, boy, the East is not that good. Uh, no, because everybody said it was going to be the best division since, you know, and I sat there and I go, why? Like, okay, I know the Atlantis are supposed to be good. I get that. You know, the Atlantis, yeah, and they're not, they're struggling. But the Mets always have problems. And 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 the, the, the Nats are never going to win a world. Today. We'll be having this conversation 20 years from, from now from about the Nats. The Nats won it was like the Phillies or like the Eagles winning it in 17. It was the exact same thing. You know, they get in the playoffs. They got they got the two home runs from Howie. You know, uh, the, the the Houston manager refuses to bring Garrett Cole in. Uh, you know, Cole, Garrett, whatever. I mean, but they won. They won. They lost Bryce. They won. Then they lose Rendon. And and Strasburg's like a, like a, an arm waiting to fall off. I feel sorry for the guy. And and, and Scherzer's, what, 37? Scherzer, and he's still good. Scherzer's going to be a free, free agent. I wrote about this on Philly Voice today. Uh, Scherzer's going to be a free agent at the end of the year. How old is he? 36. Yeah. Somebody uh, will give him money. Well, and 
there's talk if the Nationals are not in the race at the deadline. Oh, they might trade him. They may trade him, and the Cardinals are interested in him because he's from Missouri. Oh, okay. And apparently okay. he's expressed interest in, in going back. So, I mean, he's still real good. And look, when Strasburg is healthy, sure. I mean, he like, was the hero of the World Series. Like, I, I get- I, It's easy to panic about the Phillies because their bullpen has shown signs of, of leaking oil again. I'm not panicked about the no, Phillies. No, 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 but I, you heard that this week. Oh, you lost yeah, two or three to Philadelphia. You, yeah, you lost two or three to Kapler. You, you, you know, the the lineup, the line. Look, the line, the bottom of the lineup stinks, and it's not going to change that much. It really is. Uh, no, and you're going to have and you have Segura out, and you have worries yeah. about McCutcheon and yeah. center field. Uh, you know, the Moniac thing. You know, I feel bad for Moniac actually at this point. It's not the kid's fault he drafted. He got drafted. Well, hey, look, if Kingery was what they thought Kingery was going to be, there's a guy that's lost, completely well, yeah, lost. Yeah, and I, and I guess that's a Clintac thing when they went, to, you know, when they tried to change his swing or whatever. I I don't, Kevin, I I don't know how you can have five outfielders on your team and you have none. Four and but four of them were drafted like you know in the top ten picks in the draft. Adam Hazley may never play for the team again. Who knows? But, but I mean, think about all, like all those guys were high draft picks, right? Mike, Except for Herrera, right? I mean, Moniac. Well, Moni- was, Moniac. What was that? Hazley was, was one eight, Moniac was one one, okay. uh, Kingery was a second round pick. Okay, and who's Quinn the, who's was, the other Quinn, guy? Quinn was a, a, Roman Quinn shouldn't be in the majors. Okay, so 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 three of the guys were pretty high draft picks. Yeah, I mean Roman Quinn's heading for a DFA right now. That's pretty yeah, clear. Yeah, uh, he has yeah. no more options left, so he he will get sent down. I think he, if they need to make a move in the outfield again to bring Herrera up and everything. I think they'll do it with Quinn getting DFA'd. They'll bring whoever, uh, Herrera. I don't up. think they want to bring Herrera. I don't I think, think they, they want to, but I think they're going to be forced to. Well, they could make a trade. I mean, you know, they well, could they try. could. Uh, yeah, Rand, again, I, as I mentioned, Randall Gritchick could be available or, or yeah. Jason Hayward or something, but that's not going to happen until July. So I they're going to need. I think are, are afraid of the Herrera backlash for whatever reason. I, I get it. I understand I, I, it. I, uh, I get it too, but. If you have them in your system, then you got to bring them up. You well, can't you just to, you don't have to do anything. I mean, you know. Well, if, you look kind I mean, of foolish if you keep trotting Roman Quinn out there, right? But if, if unless you think he's going to make a difference, the backlash you're going to take from a certain segment of the population, you got to judge: is it worth it? You know, if if Herrera is going to win you seven, eight games a year, then he shouldn't be in your system, Mike. I, well, I I just don't think they wanted to cut him because I thought they did. They think they were going to get in trouble. Or well, something? That, that's fine. But then you know what? Dare the players association that to to sue you. Well, that's you're easy still for us you're, to say. well you, yeah. Well, no, but I'm just saying he's going to Odubel Herrera is going to get paid his contract whether he plays up here or not. Right. Okay, I know, I know. But but I mean, so if you have him in the system, if you're not willing to go that final step, yeah, I, then Kevin, do I it. I think two weeks in this tra- in the spring training, he was just starting. He was, I mean, he played well early and then, on. Yeah, and then he and then he played like crap, which is Adubo Herrera. To be honest, Adubo Herrera hits three forty one month, and he hits two oh five another month. So if I told you that the Flyers had a five on three and the Rangers just got a shorthanded breakaway, would you yeah. be like no, shocked? No, no. Okay, nothing um, shocks me. Can I ask you a question? Because sure. I'm confused. I, I mean, and, and maybe it's because I listen to Angelo in the mornings or whatever. I and it was other guys too. It was Anthony and why the hatred for Gabe Kapler? 
Why, like, you would have thought you, that you, you want my you want my honest opinion on this? One, yeah, because he comes across as a phony. But that's not a re- here, what I'm saying, Kevin. Is he went 500? Okay, whatever. You might not have liked him, but he, what did he do to incur our wrath? He didn't hire himself. No, Clentac hired him and brought him in here. Okay, so he so he managed. We might not have liked the way he managed. That's okay, but he's gone now. Why is it we got to boo him? We got it. We can't lose the game. We, I mean, they booed him opening day, Mike. No, but but no, but I guess what I'm saying is, Kevin, it, it, it was all this was made about how you might have thought that Gabe did something to us. Gabe didn't do anything to us. He didn't manage well. He didn't manage the way we wanted him to and, manage. And I agree with you on that. Okay. I don't blame Gabe Kapler. I don't. No. That's why I'm asking you why. I don't. Okay. Why the hatred. But I can understand. The hatred is he's a symbol for what the the Clintac era began. Or but began. again, that's but Mike, not, I'm I not saying you have to like him. I'm not saying you have to welcome or root for the Giants. No, but he no, was the he was the public face. Matt Clintac hid in the background. He but was the once public he's face. Gone, Kevin, once he's gone. He's gone. I I agree. Why is no, there segments in this town that still hate Andy Reid? I can't explain it. But but I mean, and, and I, but I listen to people that just like were like, just like going. But he was a and, and, and admit. Let's admit it though. He was a bad fifth for here. He wasn't. But that's not a reason to. But that's not him. him. You're right. That's not him. But this well, is also so, so goes back to my question then. If if we're if we're we're going to be big about it, it wasn't him, you know. Yeah, I mean, so why this? You know, if you want to boom once, just be because. But why this? Like insane, and that's why Philadelphia gets the rep it gets, because we get we're so we're enamored. Enamored is the wrong word, but we're all caught up with this guy who's not even here anymore and hasn't been here for a year and a half. Why? Joe Girardi's my manager now. This is the team I care about. And by the he's way, coach, by the way, he's, he's not exactly covering himself in glory right now exactly. either. Exactly. Well, that's my whole point. And I'm not going to rip Joe Girardi, but so and I you can't count last year, but he made no. like three moves last week that I'm sitting there going, "Huh?" Yeah, poor Connor Brogdon's help, uh, left out the dry on Tuesday night to I mean, to go give up a second three-run homer when he had no right being out there at that point. He had no And how about when he pinch hit for um Eflin? He's up and, 3 and, 1 and with a runner on third. Oh, okay. And Eflin had thrown 85 pitches. Yeah, but it was also a rain delay, Mike. I, I kind of give him a pass on that one. I, I think the more the worst one was him pinch hitting for Anderson on, was it Monday night when they were down 2 nothing in the fourth inning? And then he burned his bullpen there. Yeah. All I'm saying is look, Joe Girardi's earned his stripes. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and tell you he won a championship. The Yankees were good. The Yankees are supposed to be good. He had Mariano Rivera in his bullpen. For most of those years, I'm not, but okay, fine. But I mean, people are all over Gabe. He was a 500 manager. It's exactly what he was. Joe Girardi's been here. He's so far, he's been a 500 manager. Most people think this team's going to be like a 500 team. I just don't understand. You don't have to like what Gabe stood for. You can say, "Hey, I'm glad he's not here anymore. I'm glad he's at San Francisco. I'm not going to root for him in San Francisco." But why this insane need? To boo, we got to go down and show him what an idiot he was. 
what, 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 what? Uh, Kevin, I'm telling you. And that's why where this city loses me. It, it's just, and I heard it on the radio. My God, I heard, I heard it for two days. And then you go out and lose the first two games to them. And almost lost the third game. Yeah. yeah and then you, then you got to go put your tail between your legs. And, oh, my God, we lost two games to Gabe. It's not about Gabe. Gabe's gone. It's not about Gabe anymore. It, it would almost be like if, if I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like a, like a, like like if God forbid, um, Chip Kelly was back in the NFL and he was coming back here to play. Oh, let's go all down and show Chip Kelly how much we hate him. Okay, fine. He's not here anymore. You know, he didn't hire himself. Lori hired him. That's a Lord. That's a Lori thing. Whatever. I just, I just it just gets me upset. And then we as Philadelphians. We'll sit there and go, oh, I can't believe the rest of the country's talking about us like this. Why do they do that? Well, I don't know. You know, it, it's yeah, it, it's it was it was un it was an unnecessary piling on, I guess is is the best way I can put it. You know, it, and maybe it's because nobody else had anything else to talk about. You know, maybe to talk radio, that that was it. No, we have nothing else. A game's coming back. Let's talk about that. Eh, it's fine. Um, and I understand him coming back's a story. I get it. Because he didn't come last year. But at some point, I, I don't hate Gabe Kapler. Do I want him to manage my team? No. But I don't hate him. <laughs> you know, but that's me. You know, he should have never know. been hired in the first place, but that's not that's his fine. fault. But that's not him. He, no. he applied for the job, they hired him. You know, maybe Doug Peterson shouldn't have been hired. By all accounts, he shouldn't have been. Won a Super Bowl. You know, we'll see. Should Nick Sariani have been hired? We'll find out. I don't, you know, I... I don't have the faintest clue, but if, but if Nick Sariani's three and two, you know, after his first five games, everybody's sitting there going, "Oh, Nick Sariani's great. He's a great hire." Yeah, it's, it's, the, the people in this town, it's, it's just, it, 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 we all got to calm down sometimes and take a deep breath and kind of, you know, yeah. whatever. By the way, did you you've seen the Eagles' schedule for next year, right? Oh, well, it's not the the actual. No, uh, I mean the teams are playing. Right. Their home schedule is brutal. Yeah. For a last place team, now the road schedule is easier, well, which I guess Jets. is the way you want it yeah. because you'd rather play your easier games on the road, I guess. Um, but my God, I was looking at the the, the four the four teams that they're playing like at home, and I'm, I'm saying, well, where are the wins coming? Like, you know, these, these are like tough games. I mean, they got Tampa, they got um, God, who I. I but I was looking at it. I was like, "Oh, my, yeah." I was. Where's the easy games? Well, I guess the divisions, the easy games. Yeah. Uh, before we wrap up, a couple, couple shout outs here. One, um, my buddy JB down at uh, Ralph's, who uh, took care of me the last weekend when we were down there. Um, you ate in? No, I, we had takeout. Oh, okay, okay. But okay. Uh, I wasn't sure. But uh, uh, JB always takes good care of us. Uh, I miss Ralph's. Uh, Got Man. got got a free dessert there, Michael. What you get? Cannoli? Cannoli. Yeah. The the, the the thing they got there, Kevin, that is off the charts. Veal parm. Is that no, no, no. I'm talking desserts. Because I'm not a dessert person. But one time we got this, I think it's called an Italian cream cake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, hey, I've Kevin. had the cannoli cake, which is also very good. Oh no, that's it. That's it. That's it. Cannoli, cannoli. cake. Cannoli. Oh yes. Yes. Yeah, it's great. Oh my God! It, is. It, it sends my diabetes through the roof and well, my blood sugar. Yeah. But um, no, the, the cannoli cake at Ralph's would be on my top five list of any dessert yeah. I've had just about anywhere. Yep. Uh, and also, uh, 
my dinner this evening. Uh, I got to give a shout out. Tony's place up in Ivyland. Uh, oh, the, the new one. The new one. Well, it's not new, but it's it's right. newer. Uh, that's what were you doing up in Ivyland? Well, I was working today. I had to go. I'm looking for some clothes since I've lost some weight. And okie doke. Um, I was, What's there today's man up there or something or uh, DXL? Or? DXL. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I was getting some golf shirts because I would like to play some golf, Mister Kern. Uh, hey, I, I, all I got is time, Kevin. I know. Uh, I played the other day. I played. Uh, we got in like 13 holes before it got dark. I got. Uh, um, you know, I, know. I had a birdie. Wow, very good. Where'd you play? Um, uh, Melrose. Oh, <laughs> Melrose. Oh, Melrose ain't bad. It's, I know. You just throw it out there. Oh, I play Melrose. You know? Well, no, Melrose. I mean, it's just it's look. It, it's a nice. It, it ain't you know. It ain't Marion, but I mean, it's. It, I like it. We we because my friend. Works up near there, so when he gets off work at three, he can roll over and, and um, we play. But it's it's a nice course. I mean, it, yeah. I think I think they what did I get? I think it was like thirty five bucks because I'm a senior. Um, yeah, and we played. Uh, we got yeah, it was crowded. I mean, oh my god, it was like I, I have to start playing before move. I have to start playing before my Florida vacation, so um, so I don't look like a complete idiot down there. I haven't played in two years, so. Well, if, hey, look. If, if, as far as I was concerned, if I went to Florida and didn't golf, I'd be okay. And you're going in the summer; it's going to be hot as hell. I know, and I'm you know, going I'm as saying. a solo too. I get it. You know, there's beach, there's pool, there's there's Sunny's barbecue. Um, there's plenty of things to do in Florida. Um, yeah, I just feel like playing though. It's, I don't know. I don't blame you. Playing. Uh, so yeah, and uh, so. I'll try to think if there's any. You're going to Clearwater, right? Yeah. Try to think if there if if I can figure out, talk to some people, see if there's any course down there. Because I'm not real familiar with the courses down there, but um. Oh, you have Inverness. <laughs> yeah, I've I've played in uh, no, no Innes or Innesbrook. Innesbrook. I'm sorry. Yeah, Innesbrook has like five courses. I played a couple of them because we had a golf thing down there. Um. Yeah, there, there, I mean, there's, I, I, there was one. Chichi Rodriguez used to have something in Clearwater. I don't know if it was a golf course. He used to run a camp there or something, or he did. And I, I don't well, know. Well, there, there's the old Clearwater Country Club too, which is uh, okay. Um, but I, I mean, I think what what else is in Tampa? I'm, try, I'm trying to. So around there, you are going to go to Burn Steakhouse, by the way. Uh, we have we have already set up the. Uh, yeah, I'm taking. Good I'm taking. Move, I'm taking, I'm taking the you. stepdaughter for the first time, and I'm taking my wife. One of we're, we're, oh, been there once. We're going to. I, I should ask you. Well, before we say goodnight, um, I'm going up on uh, the weekend after Mother's Day, the 14th, I think it is. Uh, I'm going to Boston. I'm taking my mm-hmm. wife for our fifth anniversary. Right. Okay, I asked this on Facebook, and I got I got a lot of people's suggestions. Good Boston restaurants. Well, Joe, see, all I know is when we were up there, we just went to the North End. Where we ate in particular, I don't know, because the North End is like about a four block. You know, it's like our Little Italy. Yeah, it's their Little Italy, and there, there's you know, it's almost like you can't go wrong. Um, but Joe Giuliano would probably have a better idea because he probably knows where we went. Like, okay. I, I don't remember where, where I, I mean, I, you know, we were just walking, we see a restaurant. Cause I remember one day we were looking for a restaurant with Brajol. Right. And we looked for about 15 minutes and finally we found one and it was really good. But, uh, and, and all I remember is the one main street 
in Little Italy, or North End, as they call it, um, there was a great pastry shop that had, like, pastry and gelato. So you didn't get your dessert in the restaurant. You got your dessert after the restaurant. restaurant. Um, but, yeah, I, w- I, would, I would call it. I'm sure that Joe could yeah. come up with three or four of them. Um, that would work. If I mean, if you just want to do Italian, because Joe doesn't do anything but Italian. Right. So I remember Terry Tui and I went to a great um, um, Irish place. Mm-hmm. Um, because it was it was um around St. Paddy's Day. Right. Um, but if if I was going to Boston, I'm trying to think if I know anybody up there. Um, but I mean, how many nights are you going to be there? Like. Two, three. two. We're going up on a Friday and coming home on. A, we're coming up. We're going up Friday morning. And we're coming home on a Sunday night. Italian. I I, I would just stick with Italian. I, well, I we're doing one it. night of seafood. I think too. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, but see, sometimes the seafood doubles as an Italian. Yeah. You know, and, and um, I'm not going to Fenway, um, which is where, to be honest, like I'm used to. My wife wants to go to Cheers the one day for lunch. Uh, I passed Cheers one time when I was up there. I've done Cheers. We, we pay. I never. We didn't go in. Yeah, we, we passed it. We they, saw. They it. have the Norm Burger, which my stepson loved. Okay. Uh, um, but but there's also like Wahlburgers up there, which is the original, and in Higgum and mm-hmm. all. I, I was born up there, so I should. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, I don't remember. Like like I said, most of my memories are of Italian. Yeah. Um. And like I said, we would just kind of go over. In fact, I think we walked. We 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 did a lot of walking in Boston. Yeah. And um, we would go over and we just walk around till we till we found a place. Um, you know what you might want to do, Kevin? I remember the the, the Travel Channel. Um, Andrew Zimmern, and and Tony and Anthony Bourdain might have done yep. one too. But you you could Google them. And they went to Boston. Right. And they went to certain places, and they weren't going to the North End. Yeah, that wasn't where they were. So, and you could probably get some. Now, those shows might be a few years old, so you get, you got to make sure the places are right. still there. But that's where I get a lot of of okay. Of my, yeah, I remember Anthony went to some place that had sandwiches like like that were like gigantic. Yeah. Um, but it's only if you, if you get to the North End once. Yeah. You know, I'll I mean, be good. That, that's you got to do that. Yep. Um, no, you should do. Call your boy at Ralph's. And say, hey, call JB and have him. JB, when you're in Boston, yeah, where do you go? Mm-hmm. He he might surprise you. He yeah. might. He may. He may. He may. You never know. You know but, I, but I will guarantee you, it's kind of like going down. Like if we went, yeah, you could probably go to ten places and all be good. Well, that but a there little might stretch. Be one place that That's, you like above yeah. the others. Sure. You know, like well, you like Ralphs. Yeah. But other people might not like Ralphs. Yep. They they might like a different place. You know, it's. All right. I, I, do you like lobster? I do not. My wife does. Well, then you got to take her for, I mean, if you're up in New England. Now, it won't be cheap in Boston. Like, no. if you were in Maine, it was There's be cheap. nothing cheap in Boston. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But, you know, I'm guessing up there, you could probably get a decent piece of lobster. Yep. All right, Mr. Kern. Uh, we'll meet again next Wednesday before the NFL draft. And, uh, again, yeah. uh, looking forward to uh Looking forward to a quiet weekend. <laughs> so who will be will will the Sixers and or the Phillies be in first place when we talk on Wednesday? Yes. Both? No. Oh, okay. No. Are the, the Phillies aren't in first place now, right? They're, but they're, they're close. tied. Tied with the Mets? Yeah. Okay. So. All right, Mike. 
Got you, babe. Be good. Yep, take care. Uh, Our thanks to you for joining us. Uh, Good to be back. Looking forward to getting together next week again. This is Pam working the beat. Well, you went.